This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. I hope all is well with you this new day, at the beginning of this new week. We're releasing part two today of our uh, CE First event. Vince Gartland is sharing, and this is a two-part talk that I'm releasing today. Part one is around the generosity of God, and part two is around financial miracles that he's experienced, and Martin King is also sharing some testimony. So I pray that you're really encouraged as you listen in, and these uh, talks really inspire you and build faith around God's kingdom principles, his law of supply and his, his provision for your life. God bless you. This is the first time I've spoken about this subject in public. Uh, I've shared over the years with people uh, about God's provision and God's generosity, but I've never ever done it in a public space like this. So I'm very humbled by this this opportunity. Uh, But what I want to do first before we start, just recently I was down at UCB and uh, I was was, uh, having a look around the studios and I was meeting some of the trustees and the guy who runs it. But uh, when I was there, uh, I, w- I went into one of the studios and I met a guy who'd done a compilation uh, of a song. And uh, <clears throat> and it's it's called The World Blessing. Now, there's loads of different versions of this out there. But th- this was done during lockdown. And it's a powerful bit of video that I'm going to let you hear now. Don't want you to stand up. Don't particularly want you to sing along with it. I just want you to allow you to soak in this because it speaks of God's heart and his intention towards us. Be great. 
is for you. Amen. Amen. God is for you. Donna, God is for you. Dan and Donna Marie, God is for you. Everyone in this room, God, Thomas, Debbie, everybody in this room, God is for us. God's heart towards us is, is a generous heart. He's a giving God. He wants to give and give and give and give to us. There is nothing mean in God. There is nothing uh, uh, grudging in God. Thanks, Derek, for laying down the foundation and the pathway for this today. He he did a good job, didn't he? Oh, yeah. So what we heard there was 154 nations and 254 languages all singing about the blessing of God comes out of the book of Numbers you want to look it up and uh, so you know God's heart God's heart cannot be anything else but generous in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth but not just for himself but out of his generosity it was a heart of generosity and love that God created the, uh, the, the earth and all that's contained within it. And guess what? He created it for us, made in his image. He created it and entrusted this glorious place, this glorious creation into our hands. <clears throat> and so from the very beginning, God showed himself as a generous God. Right from the book of Genesis, he showed himself, this is who I am, and this is who I am towards you. And he placed us into this perfectly crafted world to sustain us, to feed us, and to allow us to feed ourselves. But his generosity didn't stop there. He gave us beauty. In two weeks' time, Derek and I are going to be 9,000 feet up the Rocky Mountains in in the state of Colorado. It is a beautiful place. And it's one, since 2017, when we were last there, I've I've wanted to go back to that place. He's given us the seas and the oceans. You know, do you ever feel better than when we're sitting by the ocean watching the waves crashing in? Or as I did the other day down in Irvine Beach, and the, the sea was like glass the other day there, the stillness that settled on the water. The mountains and the rivers, and just for fun, he created the great waterfalls. Thousands of species of birds and animals, 4,000 kinds of flowers, and above us, millions of stars. <clears throat> Every good and perfect thing comes from the Father of Lights. Our generous Father, he gave us sight and sound, touch and taste, so we could experience his goodness and the richness of his gifts with pleasure and with joy. Psalm 8, 3 and 4 says this. What What I'm attempting to do, I'm very aware of the size of this subject. It's huge. It's absolutely huge, this subject. So, Derry and I had a quick word there, and we're going to have to do follow-up to this. So this is, all we're doing today is laying down a foundation. 
Davis said to me, this is a big challenge for me. <laughs> he says, all right, we'll do one-to-ones. <laughs> um, so Psalm 8, 3 and 4. When I look at your heavens and the work of your hands, the moon and the stars, you have set them in place. What is mankind that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? At times we need to remind ourselves of all the good things God has given us. Because we can forget, we can take for granted. My mother constantly reminded me me and her other children, count your blessings and remain grateful for all you have. I've never forgotten that. We see Adam and Eve who started to believe a lie that somehow God was withholding something from them. And that didn't end well. What was God's response? He set a force, a plan to recover, to rescue and to restore fallen mankind. He brought about the greatest sacrifice ever known out of love and generosity. Out of his goodness and his mercy, the greatest act of generosity in the giving of his son Jesus Christ for us. To provide forgiveness, salvation, a new start, a new beginning. God loves new beginnings. That's why he gives us the sunrise every morning. That's why we have the seasons. God loves new beginnings. And he loves to see us, his people, having new beginnings and you know we all fall short of the mark don't we but every day God said you can forget about yesterday Mm -hmm. just come to me draw a line a new day started a new day has begun we can count on God's generosity he hold everything in place God is holding everything in place, the planets. He's not like a human who might be generous one day and mean the next. God can't do that. So we can see what everything around us in nature, we can see what's God, God's motivation yeah. is to be generous towards us because of his love for us. You know, I loved that when I when I heard that uh, comp- compilation uh, down in England a few weeks ago. And that that bit with the people of the world, you're for us, you're for us. You know, can we get that this morning? God is truly, truly, truly for us. God does not have a bad thought about us. His heart towards us is always generous, always giving, always reaching out. I'm going to try and lay down, because it's such a big uh, subject this, I'm going to try and lay down a few principles that might maybe help you understand where we're going with all this. If God promises you, hold on, I've jumped a bit. So the Psalm 36, now I'm going, Psalm 36, 5 and 8, your love, your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. 
People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. You, they feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. If God has promised you something, he will deliver. Now, Derek and I have had a promise for God. Derek, Mark and I have had a promise for God. It hasn't happened yet. We haven't taken possession of it yet. But he will deliver. We may have to wait. You may have, we all have to show patience, but God will deliver. So I want you to move into another aspect of God's generosity, which some people might find a bit difficult. Christians sometimes feel a bit uncomfortable with this. A lot of, a lot, there's been a lot of bad publicity over the last 20, 30, 40 years uh, about the connection between churches and money. And so there's a lot of suspicion that, oh, they're just after our money. Or they're just... Listen, look at the amount of work that the Church of Jesus Christ does worldwide. Now, I know there are some, there, there are some abuses of it. There has been abuses of it, especially in the United States. But generally speaking... You know, the Church of Jesus Christ is a generous giving organisation because we know about God's generosity to us, don't we? That's true. Um, in Genesis 13 and 2, we're talking about Abraham. He's not yet Abraham. We're talking about Abraham at the moment. And Genesis 13 2 says, Abraham was very rich in cattle and in silver and in gold. Yes, God is interested in those kind of things. God doesn't shy away from talking about finances and provision. In fact, did you know there's 2,350 mentions of money in the Bible? 15% of the things that Jesus spoke about was money and possessions. So we need to stop, as Christians, we need to stop being a bit scared of this subject. <clears throat> Why do you think we have 2,350 mentions of money and possessions in the Bible? Because God wants the balance to be right. He wants us, yes, to be prosperous even as our souls prosper. If we have money, he wants that to have money. He doesn't want the money to have us. That's the difference. <coughs> so here's the story of Abraham, who, who, of Abraham, who will become Abraham, who's a rich man in cattle and silver and gold. God wants to prosper his people as he did for Abraham. In the story of Abraham, we see God prospering. Uh, Abraham to the point that we read in the scripture, becomes very rich with cattle, silver and gold. But what, sorry about this, I'm getting a lot of reflection here, it's thing in my eyes. Uh, yeah, I think so, I think there's too much light above us. <clears throat> Especially the ones right above us, mate, if you can. That's better, that's better. So I want to look at the backstory of 
of uh, Abram's prosperity. In Genesis 12, 1 and 4, it says this. <coughs> the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country and your people and your father's household to a land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Remember? All these promises, he's going to be blessed, but he's also making them. You're going to be a blessing. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. And all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. Goodness me. Eh? Abraham had learned some principles. And this is where I'm going with this this morning. In that scripture, Abraham learned to listen to what God said to him. But there's another bit. He learned to listen to what God said to him and obey him. Obey him. It's no good hearing God and then just wandering off and just we're back doing our own thing again. If we can find a place, that's why we have so many quiet times in our, in our retreats and stuff. <coughs> because we want to give ourselves time to just tune into God and hear what God's saying to us in the midst of this. <clears throat> so Abraham learned not only to listen but to obey what God said Genesis 12 7 says the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to your offspring I will give this land so he, he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him here's another principle here Abraham learns about the principle to honour the one who had prospered them. Yes. Mm. Now we're going to Genesis 13, 5 and 9. Now Lot was moving about with Abram and also had flocks and herds and tents, but the land could not support them while they were stayed together. For their possessions were so great that they were, no, uh, they were not able to stay together. Quarrelling arose among them, <clears throat> among Abram's herders and Lot's herders. So Abram said to Lot, let's not have any quarrelling between us, between you and me, or between your herders and mine, for we are close relatives. We are the family of God. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. And if you go to the right, I will go to the left. And if you go to the left, I will go to the right. Another principle. Abram had learned to be generous and to avoid strife. I want that. I want that. That wasn't Abram's attitude. Abram was looking to resolve. He had a whole... He knew the generosity of God. And so he said to Lot, look, look what's in front of us. Look at the land, it's huge. You go this way, 
and I'll go that. Whatever way you want to go, he was so accommodating, Abram. Whatever way you choose, I'll take what's left. <coughs> he was secure, and he then you know the generosity of God. <coughs> Excuse me. Then we go to Genesis 18, 24 and 33. In this scripture, Abram now learns to be compassionate to others. So what is God saying to us this morning? If we want to prosper, even as our souls prosper, we need to adopt <clears throat> the same principles that Abraham had learned from God. The principles are this. Thank you, man. So these are the four principles that I've, I've been leading up to with this. Listen to God and obey him. Honour God for all he has done for you. Be generous and avoid strife. Be compassionate towards others. God is generous and we are called to be a generous people. Generous with our love and compassion. Generous with our time. Because it's just it's, this is not just about money. This is, this is a heart thing. Generous with our love and compassion. Generous with our time. Generous with our resources. Generous with all that God has given us. First yeah. Timothy six seventeen to nineteen says, "Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous and willing to share in the way they will lay up a treasure for themselves, a firm foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is." True life. Truly life. <clears throat> we can never outdo God's generosity. Look at the very big look at the very very beginnings of this. The heavens and the earth, the rivers, the oceans, the waterfalls, the beauty, the the snow capped mountain tops. We can never outdo then the greatest gift of all. The gift of his son Jesus Christ. So we can never, no matter what we do, no matter what we, if we give ourselves up, we can never outdo God's generosity. And guess what? God actually asks us to test them in this. It's quite scary that, isn't it? Who in here wants to test God? But he, t- he says, I'll give you permission to test me in this. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life. 
or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Till next time, God bless you.